On today's Sports and Rec, we get ready for round two of the NFL playoffs and talk about the halfway point of the NBA season. Hope you enjoy the pod. Welcome to Sports and Rec. I'm Anthony Restivo alongside Casey McGarvey. Today is Saturday, January 21st. Who do you hate more, Casey? I know we're a week of, like past the first round of the playoffs, but as a Steelers fan, is your disdain more for the Dolphins or the Jets? Because you did everything right. Yeah, I know. Well, no, we didn't do everything right because we lost. Well, the in the last the game. During the regular season in games, we should have won. Um, but the last game of the year, you did it. The the Patriots helped you. <laughs> I think I got to go with the Jets. Like, Dolphins were wanted to get in the playoffs. Worked out for them. Come on, Jets. Like, freaking put up some points. Do something. Like, what a bad game. So, yeah, Jets are on the shit list for sure. How quickly did Steve text you after? Uh, not as quickly as you think because they played, like, such dog shit. And they had to get the ball. <laughs> so, no, I didn't hear much from him. Okay. He knows okay. that uh, Steelers should have won that game. Way uh the way Pickett's playing now, Steelers win that game, no doubt. Yeah. Against the Bills? Uh no, against the um Dolphins earlier this year. Oh, in the earlier year. Really bad it was a bad penalty, then Pickett threw a bad interception late when we were driving. So he knows. He knows. <laughs> you guys are set up well for, for heading into next season. And Tomlin keeps his uh no losing records intact for, for another season. Yes, uh, uh, Tomlin's great. Don't bet against them. We're going to be good next year. We'll sure up that offensive line and maybe the secondary a little bit in the draft, but we'll be good to go. We got the young weapons. Um, so I think we're going to be, um, I mean, tough to say we're going to be challenging the Bengals, but I think we'll be the second best team in the division. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be an interesting storyline for next year, especially seeing what Lamar Jackson does with the Ravens and stuff. But um, probably weren't going to really have much of a shot against the Bills anyway. Um, although we were surprised with the, the way the Dolphins form. But yeah, let's get into what's coming up for the playoffs. Round two, divisional round. After the first week, wild card weekend. Uh, we'll start going order. Chiefs, Jags, Chiefs run a bye. Uh, but the Jaguars, able to make it in. 27-point comeback against the Chargers. How surprised were you by that? And do they carry that momentum into this game? Uh, they don't carry the momentum into this game. Uh but that was shocking. You go from four interceptions to four touchdown passes um, for Lawrence. Chargers, not great. Not great, Chargers. That was really bad. Are you surprised that Staley wasn't fired? Um, yeah. Yeah, because they had a few games like that this year. 
but I guess the organization is leaning on some of the injuries he had and whatnot and, and went after the or, or, or offensive coordinator. So um, he better do better next year, though, because I would say he's on the hot seat going into next year. Yeah, I think this is his last shot at it. And um, everyone talks about, I mean, Herbert's great, but like he still hasn't won a, a playoff game. He's only been to the playoffs once. Um, we'll see if it, it's a result of Staley uh, alone. And you said the injuries, maybe he can lean on that, but it's also he's somewhat responsible for some of the injuries, including playing Mike Williams in a meaningless game um, in that last game of the year where he ends up getting hurt and missed the, the playoff game. But um yeah, I mean the Jaguars. So you have no realistic chance. You give them no realistic chance against the, no, the Chiefs. I think uh, Mahomes is gonna be locked in the playoff mode. Um, the Chiefs have been there before. They know how to win the playoffs. Um, they're ready to go. It's. It, I don't think. You know, maybe the Jags hang around a little bit early, but I just think it's gonna be similar to the Steelers uh, Chiefs playoff game from last year. Do you, does it give you any? Chiefs only won by ten earlier in the season this is back I, think, I still think they'll play better it, it's playoff chiefs I, I think they get after yeah that was back in week 10 um looks like it was in kansas city um obviously the jaguars are playing much better they've looked like one of the better teams uh of late to what they had to do at the end of the year uh mostly doing it at home mostly doing it against not the greatest of competitors although the chargers was i mean that was a surprise. And you wonder about their confidence level now going into this game. Uh, I, I don't give them a realistic shot at all. I think the the best advantage they have going for them is they have momentum. They're, they're fresh. So like they, you know, the, the chief, sometimes they can start off any team coming off a bye can start off a little slower than teams that are already had the chance to experience the, the playoff um, energy and get ready for the next one and, and carry that momentum, keep it going. Um, and their coach, Doug Peterson is a great coach. So, um, Super Bowl but, coach. but, uh, I, I don't, I think this is a blow. I think the chiefs. Went by the chiefs. Yeah. The, they're at home. They're, they're going to want to make a mission, a statement. I think people are not giving them still aren't fully bought into them. No one's talking about them as much as they probably should be considering they're the number one team and have the best quarterback in the league. Um, I feel like everyone's on the 49ers. Everyone's talking about the Bills and the Bengals, uh, the Eagles. Even people are getting excited about the Giants and the Cowboys. Um, but you're not hearing much about the Chiefs, which is kind of strange uh, considering the year they had. So I think they're going to come out and make a statement. Um, and, you know, I don't think we'll see Trevor Lawrence or four interceptions to start the game or – or that kind of thing. But I do think we'll see, you know, like a 30 to 14 type of, of game chiefs uh, kind of lay down the hammer and let them know like, Hey, should be talking about us as well. So we'll see. That's the first one. Not much to say about that one. If, if, if we both feel that way. Um, but the one after that is Eagles giants. What did you think about Daniel Jones's performance? Was it impressive? Were the Vikings bad? I mean, he's playing better. He's proven to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Um, I think he's able to run against the defense, against that Vikings defense, so his legs were put to work with Saquon as well, able to make enough throws. Um, he's an NFL starting quarterback for sure. Um, belongs in the playoffs with that team. So I give him a lot of credit against, you know, potent Vikings offense. Like, they can score at will with Justin Jefferson and the players they have on that team. So um, 
good win for them as the sixth seed. Yeah, and I think it probably helped to, that they played them not too long ago and, and saw that they felt like they could probably beat them since they almost won except for a 60-yard field goal at the end of the game is what why they lost. Um, but it doesn't mean as much when we kind of thought the Vikings were frauds. Um, it's a playoff win. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I do think it means a lot. Playoff wins are huge for quarterbacks. Um, it's kind of what it's one of the barometers you gauge them on. We were just talking about them. Um, Herbert and not having a playoff win yet. So, um, yeah, I think it is big. Um, yeah, the Vikings were playing great towards the end of the year. They had a lot of um, glaring, you know, holes. Um, but they still were a three seed, still won some big games throughout the year. Um, so, beat a bill. But should they, should they have been, should they have been more of a 10 and 7 team where they don't go 11 and 0 in close games? Maybe they go five and six or six and five in those games and now yeah, they they're... yeah but that i mean it regress to the mean right this is what happens with baseball all the time it's like a team that wins all the close games and the next year they may miss the playoffs right it, 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 there's a middle ground and so it's yeah, like were they ever actually that good they were the only team in the playoffs that had a, a minus uh point differential and i mean you could also say that about like are the giants really that good well, that my next question: Are they actually good? Are we overrating their performance against a team that we weren't even thinking was that good to begin with, and was set up for for them to succeed against because of the talent that they do have on that team? I don't think anybody's overrating it. I think it is what it is. Like you play your opponent, um, yeah, is a playoff win. Um, I guess we'll know next year when these two teams come out. Like. Are they 500 teams or do they repeat this performance? Um, I think the Giants are legitimately dangerous with the running game of Saquon. Um, and then I think Daniel Jones, if he can keep the play alive long enough with his legs, I, I, I think they can be trouble. So I do think they're a, a dangerous 60. Do you think it's is cemented Daniel Jones will definitely be the quarterback moving forward for the Giants? I think he's played well enough late in the year to secure his spot as a quarterback. Who would you rather have, Justin Fields or Daniel Jones? Um, Fields. I talked about this. <laughs> I think Fields. Um, he's on a junky team right now, um, but I think I would take Fields. I think like we were talking about Dan Jones being athletic and extending plays, might have a little bit of a better arm than Justin Fields. But I think Fields' arms coming along. Um, and he's just more athletic than Daniel Jones. So they're pretty much the same quarterback. Justin is just a better version of it. Yeah, I was going to say, I think actually Justin Fields has a better arm because I would feel like you don't want want to see, but you just don't want Daniel Jones to throw the ball. That's like you're only worried about him because he can run the ball better than, than than expected. I don't know about that. No, you don't think that's how I feel. I, I would not be concerned if I was seeing him throwing the ball, dropping I don't think back. Okay, Justin Fields throws the ball. No, but I'm saying put him behind that line where he's getting more protection than Daniel Jones than he is well, yeah, in, in Chicago. Agree. Yes, I do. I agree with you that I would rather have Justin Fields than Daniel Jones. I do think they both have glaring weaknesses and, um, I think we don't know what Justin Fields' weaknesses are. Yeah, we I don't know. Like... <laughs> he doesn't have a good arm. Like, his arm's not great enough yet. So he's yeah. working on it. It's, it's improving from when he stepped in the NFL, but it's not quite there yet. And his athleticism is 
why he's an NFL starting quarterback. Yeah, superior than to Jones there. Um, but so now the Eagles, obviously, they had they were the one seed, so they they had a buy. Um, what do you think the Giants' chances are? This is round three for these two Eagles, kind of dominated them the first two times. They're a little bit more banged up now with Hurts, uh, their offensive line a little bit uh, banged up. Defense maybe not playing as well as they had been. Yeah, so this, Giants this, kind this, of running high right now. What What do you think? If the Giants can control possession, I think they got a shot. Um, the defensive line of the Eagles is much faster than the Vikings, so um, Daniel Jones needs to find a way to find time to make some plays, and Saquon needs to run the ball. Um, I can see it being a close game, but I can also see that if, if the if the Eagles defense contains Jones and gets the ball to Hurts regularly, like there's too many weapons on the Eagles. I think Hurts, yeah, he was banged up, but I also think he might be coming back fresh, being rested. Um, he's been around long enough and played in a lot of big games from college through that I don't see Russ being an issue or the big game getting to him. Um, he's played in national championships, bowl games, like and those those fans of those games are just as big as fans at NFL games. Um, I can also see him being a double digit win for the Eagles. So um, Giants have to control possession or else they're, they're done. So yeah. Do you think Hertz will be fine in this yes. game? Yeah. Yeah. So what's your prediction? About his injury, I think it'll be good. What do you think? What's your prediction then? I'll go 27, 17 Eagles. I think that's a fair one. Yeah. I think that 27, 17, 27, 20, something in that realm where I think maybe the Eagles get out to a little bit bigger lead Giants score late. And, and you kind of saw Eagles. it with the divisional, like Bengals crush the Ravens. And then a week later, it's a very close game, which you would argue the Ravens blew the game. Um, so um, two divisional teams, they know each other very well. They'll be well prepared for both teams and know exactly what each team is doing. So, um yeah yeah 10 point yeah. game i think uh the other thing too is i think i think this is happening i'll be honest with the cowboys as well i think people are overreacting to the result of of a week of a week ago and i think it was a great like there's no reason not to be happy with that performance i think they did well but like i wouldn't get too far ahead of ourselves because again who they were playing sure they did it on the road vikings had a great record and, and we're winning close games still had to beat them. They have talent, but I still think it's a little potentially overreaction and people are jumping on their bandwagon uh, pretty quickly when there's not much else besides, Hey, Daniel Jones can run the ball. They have Saquon and they have good coach. And I don't know if that's enough of a reason when all of those things can be said plus more for the Eagles. So, and sure. And they have to do it in Philadelphia in different types of weather. It's not an indoor, not an indoor stadium. It, it could be impacted by cold. I don't know if you guys are getting snow right now, but there is snow coming, wet weather coming on the Northeast side of things. So how much does that play a factor? I'd rather have Jalen Hurts running the ball than I would Daniel Jones running the ball. Uh yeah, I, I think the edge definitely goes to the Eagles, and I think people are, are a little bit overreacting. And when we get to the Cowboys, I'll explain my my feelings there as well because I think it's also happening on their side too. Um, next one, though, getting the Sunday is Bills-Bengals. Um, it's the game we were unable to see initially in, at the end of the regular season because uh, of the Tamar Hamlin injury and 
all signs point to positive progress there. He has been released and getting treatment, the Bills facility. So all good signs and, and great news there. Um, but now this is the rematch or the replay of it, uh, so to speak. Um, and now it's in the playoffs this time around. Um, Bills look pretty vulnerable against the Dolphins. They were playing their third string quarterback and gave up 31 points and maybe some not bad clock management where they didn't, for some reason, gave a delay of game on a fourth down when they only needed one yard and now need to get six yards. Uh, their backup quarterback did not play great, but they were in that game. Um, so does that make you worried about the bills in any way heading into this week? I was still not, it was a pretty good performance from their offense, but that defense giving up 31 points. Is that worrisome? Yeah, not great. Not great at all. I was shocked to kind of look at up. home too. Yeah. I was at a work event. I was shocked to look up and see the score the way it was multiple times. I mean, I don't know if they're looking ahead to the Bengals. I don't know if, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It was not good though. Um, I think they still have the opportunity to play well against the Bengals, but not a great showing in the opening round of the playoffs. Yeah. That was one of those games I had on that. I'm like, hopefully by halftime, I'll be able to watch something else. And then I'm like, I guess I have to keep watching this game because it's still close. <laughs> and I was excited to like that. It wasn't a blowout, but at the same time, like I was hopeful that I was not going to be watching football for, for this stretch of time. <laughs> Um, do you worry about Josh Allen turning into the Josh Allen that we had come to know in his first couple of years where it's a little bit more, um, reckless, so to speak, or more of the, uh, gunslinger type of, of quarterback that like puts his team at risk of, of, you know, he's had a lot of red zone turnovers, yeah. tries to do a lot, uh, with the ball. Uh, forcing the issue a little bit more than he needs to, and they have talented players around him. Do you? No, I don't do worry about it. I mean, no. I think he's. I think you're right. I think that's been an issue this year a little bit. I I think that, sh that after that Jets, the, uh, the the Jets play that really bent his arm. You know, I think that affected him for a little bit. But I think he'll be up for the Bengals um, this weekend. I, I, I no doubt about it. Like one of the best football games we watched last year was that Bills Chiefs game. He was right there. Like it was all came down to who had the ball last. He made some unreal flow throws in some big games. So we know he can make the plays in the big games. So I think he'll be ready to go against the Bengals. I'm I'm not worried about it. Do you think but that being said, I do think he needs to look at that in the offseason. Like where where was he forcing? Where is he pressing? And seriously think about that because it, it it does it can happen. It does happen to him. Yeah. Do you think it is related to his injury? Because it seems like it happened more after that injury it than it than it was bit. earlier. You know, injury could have messed him up a little bit. He was himself, starts to press a little bit, bounces back, but um, could have put him in a little bit of a spin. Yeah, it's hard to say because it feels like that's when the shift happened and, and him being a little bit more risky with the way he was playing. Um, maybe feels a little bit of pressure to try to make sure that he – gets through the season and, and tries to get them across the finish line. Um, well, the Bengals also squeaked out their own win against their backup quarterback against the Ravens. Um, we had the 14-point swing fumble, which who knows what would have happened if if the Ravens score that touchdown. Um, 
And so how are you feeling? Bengals lost a couple there. I think they have three backups on their offensive line currently. Um, what are your what are your feelings on them after that Ravens performance heading into this matchup with the Bills? Like I said, it's tough to beat a divisional team. You know each other so well. Third yeah, time playing each other. Yeah, Bengals beat up on them last week, but Harbaugh, say what you want about him. He is a good coach. They know each other so well. They know what they're going to do. Um, Bengals made plays when they need to make plays. Um, some boneheaded plays by the Ravens there. But, um, but I mean, there's nothing new for um, – for the Bengals having a beat up line um, and concerns around that. So I don't think that'll phase Burroughs or Burrow. Um, I think we'll be ready for it. I mean, the bills will come after him, but I would say their pass rush isn't as good as it was at the start of the year due to injuries. Um, yeah. No Von Miller. Yeah. So different ball game here. Curious what the two teams will do against each other. Uh, do the game plans from a few weeks ago live up? Uh, Bengals were getting after the Bills there quickly. Um, it was looking like it was going to be a really good game, possibly high scoring. So I'm curious to see if it's another hot start for the Bengals or not. Well, yeah, and then but now things have changed too on both both sides, dealing with injuries, a couple of people coming back. So it's it's not even exactly the same um, heading into that. Do you think this is the best game of the weekend? It's yeah, I do. It is the best game of the weekend. It's between them and the uh, Eagles Giants game, I think. Oh, I was about the Cowboys 49ers. You don't have that as I'm excited about it. I mean, I'm, that's one game I'm going out for. My buddy down here is a Niners fan, so I will be out watching that game. Um, I'm a purdy guy, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Do we want to get to that game now? Let's wait. I want who is your pick between the Bills Bengals? Bills. Last second field goal. I think it's a good pick. It's probably what I'm going to go with as well. And it's only because I picked the Bills to win the whole thing. So I think I'm going to just ride it out until it's not true anymore. But I, 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 pick, so I don't remember who I picked at the start of the year. I know. We'll have to look back. But I know I had uh, Bills Packers. So I already lost the, the NFC one. <laughs> yeah, I, did did have Bill, I had Bills 49ers, I think, last year. And I almost... Uh, Almost pulled that one out. It was just a year early, uh, potentially. Um, but yeah, so I, I'll stick with the Bills as well. But I, there's a little part of me that actually thinks the Bengals are going to win this, um, and would at the very least not be surprised if they they came out Neither on top I. on this one. Neither because I, I think Joe Burrow's playing really great right now. I do remember I picked him to win MVP, um, and I don't think he will win, but I think he's been playing in to put himself worthy of the conversation because he's been that he's, good at the, the end of the year. year kills him, I think. And I think it was all related to his appendix and like just getting up to speed like those first few the games. Appendix and not being used to his offensive line, I would agree there. Yeah. Um that's what was gonna hurt him. All right, let's get to it. Cowboys, Niners. Uh started the Niners performance against the Seahawks. Initially slow start. Uh, I think they were, were they up by one or losing by one at halftime of that game or losing at halftime? I'd have to double check. But very slow start against a, a floundering Seahawks team. Uh, they had not finished the season that strong. Geno Smith was kind of a little bit coming back down the earth, going to become the quarterback that we had 
familiar, you know, middle of the road, not, not a top tier quarterback as he had been playing at the start of the season. They were, they were dealing with their own injuries and stuff like that. Poor defense. Uh, before they absolutely dominated the Seahawks in the second half. Um, that team is loaded. Is there only weakness, Brock Purdy? And is he even a weakness? I don't think he's a weakness right now. Um, I think the only weakness would be is if someone can shut down Kittle, his safety blanket, um, then I think you have an issue. Um, but Kittle, that's easier said than done. Um, but Purdy's got some weapons around him. He's playing well. Um, I don't think he's a weakness for that team right now. I think he's solid. Playing with confidence, playing well. He's playing well. You know, it's one of those situations. Are we not that he's going to be the next Tom Brady, but are we witnessing a run where it's the backup quarterback just goes on a run and plays well enough and the coaches know how to use him that he gets him through all the way to the to the Super Bowl? Or is this a prolonged, hey, he's their quarterback now? I he's it's he's in the conversation now. He's actually and, or or does he come or does he come back down to earth and we see the you haven't seen a bad performance from but it's he's a seventh round QB who's only played six games. We're getting deeper into the quality of these teams and and the playoffs. Could we see the one touchdown, three interception, four interception, two interception, and a couple fumbles game that we haven't seen yet is. Is that something that's still in the cards? You know, of course it's in the cards. We'll have to see how he does against Parsons rushing him this week, one of the best pass rushers in the league. But as of now, he's he's played himself into the conversation to be in the mix for being the quarterback at, um, for the Niners. And if anything makes it a little easier for them to part ways with Garoppolo, with Purdy this good, and have him and Lance battle out. I do. Well, I think so, Garoppolo is done. love Lance. Like yeah. great, Gar- but you know, Garoppolo's Purdy, done there. Yeah. Oh yeah, Purdy for sure. I think has made that happen. So, um, I mean, it's got to be nerve wracking for Trey Lance because um, he's not playing bad. And like you said, of course he could lay an egg. And could Trey Lance be doing this? Could any quarterback be doing this? I think, we don't right? Know. We don't. It's, know. it's one of those things because you have Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, uh, Usech who's like a great like fullback outlet, great run blocker. Their line is fully healthy. They have Kyle Shanahan as their coach. Um, is it just all of those pieces coming together at once? They have a great, you know, backup running back in Elijah Mitchell who's who's healthy again. Like is it is it just that that's helping him out? Or is he actually a good quarterback? Or could you literally put like, I don't know, who's a Who's been one of the worst quarterbacks of the season? I mean, Zach Wilson. Really, Could Zach Wilson be successful in this? I don't know. It's got to be both. Because look at the Eagles with um, Gardner Minshew, who people thought good backup quarterback couldn't get it done with a good Eagles team. Like one of the, what was considered different type of quarterback than Jalen Hurts, though. That's the thing. You have to yeah. have someone that's somewhat similar to what Purdy is, which is like it's fair. But Hurts Hurts is very different. He's a he's a scrambler. I, I agree, but Minshew was just terrible. Also. Like yeah. the weapons are there for that. Um trying to think where else we saw it. Um Cooper Rush went undefeated with the Cowboys. He did. He absolutely did. Um not as impressive numbers as Purdy, but um found a way Doesn't. to be undefeated. So did he go undefeated? Yeah. I thought he lost to the Eagles. I mean or yeah, that was whatever. He had a good record with He did have that. a good record. Yeah. Um I don't know. I I, I don't know. But 
that being said, he's playing well. Does that make you hesitant to see how far they can go with just knowing that he's their quarterback? Or are you like beyond that? And you're like, no, I think he's good. And I think he could win them a Super Bowl. Or you feel like he's the only question mark? I don't, as of right now, I mean, yeah, he's a rookie. Um, Because their defense is great too, and their defense is healthy. I guess he's just not a question mark yet. Yeah, he's just the. the, So you don't view him as a question mark? He's the low man on the totem pole on that offense, yes. But he's not a question mark to you. I I guess he's a, there's some unknowns. Like we haven't seen a bad game out of them. I get that. So that could be a question mark, but he's playing well enough with enough confidence that I think he continues to play pretty well. doesn't seem to do too, too much. He has the safety blanks in the right spot. Kittle's an unreal tight end playing out of his mind. Like when in doubt, find him. Um, And you got two of the best, like athletic wide receiver running back combination, maybe like Debo and Christian, like he, he has everything around him to be successful and he continues to play the way he's playing. They're going to be in the games. So Yes, there's unknown there. Could he lay an egg? Of course. Like you said, he's a seventh-round pick. There must be a reason why he's a seventh-round pick. But um, I mean, all these quarterbacks can lay an egg. It's more of, like, we're talking, you know, Niners, Chiefs. All of a sudden, are you, like, feeling as confident in Purdy? Or Niners, Eagles, are you feeling as confident in Purdy's ability to go against that kind of, you know, defense? We'll see. Like I said, I think there's enough good on the Dallas defense this week that he will get pressure, and we'll see how he deals with it. I don't know if we've seen him come from behind yet either. I think they've been dominating. So, uh, well, he came from behind against the Seahawks. I mean, like late. Like I'm talking like a fourth quarter type comeback where he we'll needs to, to make. He has to make some throws, and they're not. They're a little bit more predictable on offense, maybe than. Because I don't know if we've seen that yet. Well, they're fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, that's – I don't feel great as a Cowboys fan. So let's get to – Yeah, let's not avoid your – let's not avoid the subject. No, I I was – I just want – because I knew we'd spend some time here, so that's why I was waiting for it. Um, All right, so the Cowboys handled their business against the Buccaneers. Um, I was able – I never – I kept saying to Sam when it was happening, it's not over yet. Tom Brady's the quarterback on the other side of this ball, and I've seen it – Happened too many times to other teams. I've never been able to experience it myself, so I was not feeling good until the literally the final whistle blew. Question um, for you. Yeah. How many of those extra points could you have made? I mean, I feel like one of them, yeah. at least. I mean, good I, I kicked the, I think I kicked the 45-yard field goal in jeans before, um, but I'd never – I'm not sure how <laughs> – like how much I could do that consistently over and over again but a good game to miss four in a row but oof. what that was i had i texted you at one point when they went for i think they didn't they went for like a fourth it was like a fourth and six from like the i don't know inside the 20 and they scored a touchdown on the play like and i said to you i had texted you i said this is dumb they need to build up this this kicker's confidence and they Went for it, got a touchdown. I think he actually that was the one he made the field the extra point on. But um but it was like it's a big deal. I, I it's it's not nothing. I mean it was right. a total it was a total of five extra points in a row heading into con- like counting the game of the la- uh last game of the season where he also missed an extra point. So he had missed five in a row total, 
four in that game before he made the last one that he got a chance to take. Um, maybe that one getting it through was enough to kind of get it right. It you know I saw CD Lamb was pumping him up and and giving him words of encouragement on the sideline. So he has won them games this season. So there is reason to believe. Yeah, kicking over sixty yards. So is it just a a quick case of the yips? Did he did he correct it when he made the extra point? They signed a kicker, uh, which that could hurt his confidence. I don't know. Um, I'm also okay with the Cowboys just going for two every time too. <laughs> but, yeah, why not? Why not? We have Zeke, we have Pollard. You know, we got Dak rolling things out. Uh, why not? Um, but like, if you need that field goal at the end of the game. I don't know that you need a, you need a kicker in the playoffs. You, you absolutely need a kicker in the playoffs. So um, in the way the current game structured, I don't love that heading into it. Um, so I don't feel great about that, um, but it was one of their better performances of the year. Otherwise though, so, I mean, Dak finally looked good. Um, you know, took care of the ball was moving around. He doesn't usually run a lot, but I felt like he was actually running, which was good, but he needs to do. Um, I still feel like their defense is is definitely. I don't feel good. I don't feel like Diggs has been playing great, and he's like their second best uh, defender. Uh, I have not really been happy with the way he's been playing these couple games. Parsons is great, um, but their defense is definitely not to the level it had been at the start of the season. It's definitely uh, digressed. Um, I love the Ty Hilton pickup. I think Lamb's playing great. Pollard Zeke combo is great. Zeke's kind of the the thunder and and Pollard's the lightning kind of um so I think all that's great their offensive line is relatively healthy I think we saw Jason Peters go out who had been a a nice addition but still seems to be fine that's a that's a tough bucks defense so they handled them pretty well um but I, I'll tell you, I don't like McCarthy I don't like the that they're playing the 49ers and I think people are overreacting again to this performance because yeah. we've seen them. They did it against the Vikings and that was probably their best game of the season. They dropped them 40 to three and absolutely dominated them and looked like a Super Bowl caliber caliber team. And then you see the team that does what they did against the commanders at the end of the end of the season. Uh, a Super Bowl team does not do that. <laughs> like, right. so they're capable and they have these ups and downs and, and hope, I hope this is momentum that they can carry into the next game. I think they got the short straw and who they have to play. And unfortunately it's, it's probably the best team in the NFC and a lot of people are making the argument, maybe the best team in football right now. So the Niners, you think, I think there's an argument to be made there. Yeah. And I think the only reason you're not saying it, is who their quarterback is. Fair. So, I mean, what do you think? What What were your thoughts watching the Cowboys? Yeah, the Bucks are bad. That's the other thing. Bucks were good. a team that should not have even really been in the playoffs to begin but, with. So, but similar to that, you know, the Giants Vikings discussion. It's a win. Dak gets that monkey off his back. He got a playoff win. Second, second win. He's got two. Oh, this is the second one. Okay, but picks up another one. You know gets past Brady so so it's, it's got to build some confidence no matter what you know it's a playoff win you play another week 
Um, the defense, you know, if I'm the defense, if I'm Micah Parsons, I'm like, I'm making Purdy's life a living hell. I can, yes. I can change this game. So, so we'll see. So we'll it's going to be up to him. It's going to be whether he can get to him or not. That's if any of that, like Parsons in particular, but if anyone can get to Purdy, that's going to be the key. Yep. Um, and I, I don't, I think they're too banged up on the secondary. They've lost a couple of cornerbacks, safety type people. Um, and I don't think, I think they're a weapon short on offense to, to do anything against that really good 49ers defense. I think they needed the Amari Cooper type person that they don't have this year. T.Y. Hilton's a good pickup. Gallup's been okay. Schultz, great game last game. And, and you know, he's a decent tight end. I think they needed uh, someone like a Travis Kelsey, a Amari Cooper. They need that second weapon to pair with Lamb that's actually dangerous. And I think that's where they would have had a shot. That or they need to really rely on Pollard in the passing game and use him like a Christian McCaffrey-esque type player that they can, a safety net, that can make some big plays. Yeah, I think that's a big, really good call on Pollard. Um, Pollard needs to be super active, a lot of touches um, for them to be successful. They got to find a way to get him the ball. They do. Whether it's running the ball, short screens, routes, they need to get creative. I think Kellen Moore will get creative with it. Um. But I, I don't think this defense is good enough to stop this offense. Agreed. And if they win, it will be because Purdy puts up the egg. That's that's their only hope in this game, in my opinion, is if this is the game, Purdy lays the egg. So they can't win a back-and-forth game, you don't think? No, absolutely not. I, I think that defense is too good, and I don't think their offense is good enough to to get into a shootout. I think they need... To win the game, I don't know. It would either be a blowout in their favor or like a very low scoring game that they get, which I don't even know if I feel great about that. So they need a field goal to end the game, like to win the game. But like, I could see it being a 20 to 17 game where it's, again, that's if Purdy's laying an egg and playing really poorly. Um, and the Cowboys are just, you know, get it get the ball last kind of thing. Uh, that's their only hope, I think. Or they they dominate him. Like like I said, the defense absolutely gets to him. He can't do anything. And they get like a 28 to 14 type win. But it's like, it's going to be a game where the 49ers aren't scoring is basically what they need to have happen. If they're, um, if, if they're getting into the 30s, 40s, it's the Cowboys don't have a shot to keep up with that. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't know if they'll be able to keep up the scoring of the Niners if it turns into a shootout. Yeah. I, and I don't trust Dak enough still. Like you say, got a second win, played great. I still don't trust him. I think he has the poor decisions that Allen does every now and then. I don't like how he turns the ball over when they can either be getting a field goal or on the verge of scoring, you know, touchdown. I don't love that. Um, some of those interceptions are not his fault. Like it will hit off a guy's hands and be deflected. And so those are always the worst kind of interceptions, but I do think he, he forces the issue. He doesn't use his feet enough. Um, he's a little, little loose with, with his decision-making. And I think that's going to hurt him against a team like the 49ers who have a ball hawking defense. Yeah. 
like they yeah. do. I think that's fair. So I think they lose. Um, and I think they lose by double digits. Two touchdowns? Yeah, I think 10 to 14 range would make sense. I think that's what happens to them. I won't argue with that. I think you're right. Um, I think they might fight early, but I think this Niners team's on a roll. It's going to be quite a juggernaut. I think if I had to give a percentage of confidence, I, and I, that's the other thing, I have no confidence in Mike McCarthy on top of that. Like, I think he's, I think he's given himself, he's locked himself into next year. And at, at the very least, he will definitely be around next year, no matter what the result of this game is. But I don't feel great about him being the, the person going up against Kyle Shanahan. So that's the other reason I don't have any confidence in, in this group. But if I had to give my confidence level, I'd say it's there's like a 20-ish percent chance, somewhere between 15 to 20 percent chance that I'm like the teams could be like make the the move, but it's it's a very small, very small percentage. But it is a little piece just because we've seen what they can do, um, what they are capable of. And I, I do have hope that Purdy has an egg in him somewhere. Somewhere. There's a little bit of hope in the in the Cowboys fan here. And it, the only thing is that it would be likely to happen what they beat them right this time and then he lays the egg next round. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh more in line with how things go. But a classic Cowboys Niners game. Uh should be a fun one to watch at the very least. That's I, I had my best games between here and the Bills Bengals game, I think, in my opinion, are the are the two best games of the week. Yeah. Um, I agree with Last question related to the Bucks. Where is Brady playing next year? He's not. You think he's he's retiring? Yeah. Uh, he's got so much money with Fox, I think he walks away. That's what I think too, but I have a hard to I really think this isn't how he's gonna want to go out. No, I don't think so either. I'm very curious if he had any say or um, where he was in the conversation with Leftwich getting fired, because I think he liked Leftwich. Um, so I, I wonder if he'll be in the conversation of who they hire next and if the Buccaneers want him to be their quarterback. I think he, I think he's got one more in him. I think he's going to say that injuries, um, drama off the field, um, where all the, the factors into this one give it a run one more time with this group because I think it's his best chance to still win because the NFC South is still the worst division Um, so I think if he goes anywhere else he's going to even have a harder time getting in anywhere um, and making progress so I think it's his his best move if he's staying to play it's with tampa bay um the only other team i could see him going to would be the the patriots to close it out one more time maybe maybe the patriots but i don't think so i don't either i think that's the only other one that makes sense to me every other one people the only way that would happen is if Kraft goes brady's your quarterback now again bill i don't think bill wants him back for one year and then he retires as a patriot he gets one more one more run at it they don't really have a 
a good quarterback situation in their their environment. Yeah, so it's situation. So that's what I mean. It's it's the only other one. Every other team that's like, oh, he goes to the Raiders. Why would you want to go to the the AFC West? That sounds terrible. Playing against Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes for that year to maybe get out of that group. Or what's the other teams people have said? The Dolphins. Now you're one facing the Patriots. You're facing the Jets and you're facing the Bills. Uh, that's not a great setup. Does he go to the Jets? I don't know. I don't know if he likes that situation either, but same situation. Then you're playing the Dolphins, the Bills, the Patriots. Um, the Panthers, I I think they're – I don't know who the coach is, and I, I don't think their weapons are as great as everyone thinks they are. I think it's a promising team, but I don't think they're there yet. The, the Saints doesn't go to the Saints. Like I don't hate the Raiders one. I just don't. Why would you want to face um, Mahomes and Herbert? Look at, look at all the games they lost this year. Did Brady win some of those games? I mean, I think the ones at the end of the year, he did pretty well. I'm talking about the Raiders. Some of oh, the Raiders. Raiders. Oh, sorry. I, I, think I Brady wins some of those games. Yeah, probably. I mean, with with Adams, I mean Waller was hurt all year, but maybe he's healthy. And then uh, Josh Jacobs had a pretty good season. So and the familiarity with with McDaniel's, assuming they have a good relationship. Oh, I actually I like that. I like that a lot. You know, that team could was that team was a hot team start the year, and Carr played like crap, and they had some really bad endings to games. So. I don't think that's ridiculous. I know. I just don't. I don't know why you'd want that. You'd play with McDaniel's again. Go to Vegas, dry dome, brand new stadium, some shiny weapons. I'm sure he would love to play with Adams. Um, you know, but Brady cares about off. winning and getting to the playoffs. That Raiders, that... Out of all the teams you said, I think that Raiders team. I think he. I think he looks at that Raiders team is like I can do something with them. Maybe it's a tough division. That's all I'm saying. The NFC South is trash right now. Agreed. Okay, I can see that that argument. That's but... his easiest path, and like the weapons are still there. Like they still have Mike Evans, Mahomes, Chris Godwin, Mahomes. Like you don't want to go up against that Chiefs team. However, we've looked at Herbert. Yes, he has weapons around him. He's only going to continue to get better. But we just saw what he did in the playoffs. Like, still young though. It's year yes, three. He's still young, but he blew a twenty-seven point lead. Like. If you're Brady, are you like, I can get him? Like, um, it's a risky one. That's all. It is. It is a risky one, but I kind of like it. We'll see. Uh, I, I do think it's Tampa Bay, though. And you think retiring for him. So we'll see what happens. He hasn't retired yet. So still waiting yes, on did. word there. What? Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant like he hasn't announced again that he's retiring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has retired, though. Uh, so that's it for football. So we'll see what happens um, with these games over the weekend. I'll be rooting for the Cowboys, but don't feel great um, about it. But I have the last team standing uh, of us, so uh, I do have that. Yeah. I'm cheering for the Niners, though, buddy. Yeah, it's fine. Niners are weirdly like my second team. Like, I have plenty of Niners Joe I'll Joe Montana that. signed uh, memorabilia, Jerry Rice, Steve Young. My godmother was a huge 49ers fan, so she would just 
get me 49ers stuff, even though she knew I liked the Cowboys. So I have plenty of uh, 49ers memorabilia. So if I had a second team, it would be the 49ers. Um, I agree. You've been stomping for the Niners since the start of the year. So Yeah, I, I have nothing against them. Christian McCaffrey's one of my favorite players. I really like what Kyle Shanahan can do for, for players and stuff like that. Um, especially for quarterbacks that like his offenses, his scheming. So we'll see if he can get it done though. Uh, hasn't been able to yet, but maybe this is his best chance. Um, so yeah, we have both have 49ers, both have bills. That's the one we're most iffy on both have Eagles, both have chiefs. So we got bills, chiefs, Eagles, Niners. I think those are some really good matchups. Um, we'll see if that plays out that way. Um, NBA stuff quickly. Uh, Nuggets, Celtics, Grizzlies, dominating things right now. Who who do you think is the best of those three right now? Who would you be most worried about, or thinking have the best chance of winning right now? So. We're about halfway through. So I gotta go with the Celtics because they were there last year. You know, they're hungry to win it again. I think they've made a run to the NBA championship. They've made some deep runs in the playoffs in general with this core group. Um, so that's the one I'm most uh I think it's the best chance to get there. Um, but this Grizzlies team is flipping explosive, man. Um John Morant is unreal. I love Ja. I think he's one of the best players in the league, the most exciting player in the league. Um and Nuggets are playing well, but um, yeah, I'm just still I'm waiting for them to do it. And I know I got to say that about the Grizzlies also, but I think the Grizzlies are up and coming. So I think they're what the Nuggets used to be of like exciting. This team's gonna be really good. I'm still waiting for the Nuggets to do it. So I think it's got to go. Mine goes Celtics, Grizzlies, Nuggets. So you're, if you had to make a guess now, you have Celtics, Grizzlies in the finals. Yes. I think it's a good pick. Obviously, health plays a huge factor in that, but yeah, I think the Celtics yeah. have clearly been the best team in the East, so I, I don't think that's really mu- think much up for debate. Do you think be a problem for them in seven games, in a seven-game series? Oh, uh, totally. But, yeah, I think, and I love that. A Celtics-Grizzlies NBA final, I think it'd be outstanding. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, be... NBA finals, I want to see that. Tatum. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I would very much look forward to that matchup if it happened. I do agree. Bucks probably the biggest challenge right now in the East. Um, you have the Cavs playing well as well. Um, we have the Nets were playing very well uh, before KD got hurt, but assuming KD comes back in healthy, they could be a problem. 76ers are starting to figure things out a little bit. Embiid is still playing like an MVP. Um, so they could be a little bit of an issue. Heat coming on a little bit. Um, we're always a problem in the playoffs because of how they play and got great coach, good player and Jimmy Butler. Um, but I do feel like it's, it's kind of maybe Celtics bucks, just I'll loop them in there because they have a title and Giannis is, is still one of the best players in the league, if not the best player. So I think those are its own tier. And then below them are kind of, a couple of teams that are definitely f- feasible um predict like 
could be feasible picks to to make it to the finals, and that's the Nets, the Cavs, the Heat. I think those are all teams that are the Sixers are all kind of in that grouping. That's just a tier below. Actually, the Heat are probably even a third tier. Um, but I think like you got the the Cavs, the the Nets, and and the Sixers in another tier that's not far off and and could find themselves in in the mix there. Um, I think the Nuggets are unbelievable. We know my opinion. I love Ja as well. I write about him often in my newsletter. Um, but I love Jokic. And I think he's playing at a caliber worthy of of definitely being considered for his third straight MVP, which is MVP. almost unheard of. He's playing insane. Uh, he continues to just get better at, at somehow. Because every time we think like this is peak Jokic, he finds a way to continue to be even better. Um, they're healthier than they have been. Uh, they maybe still have a move they can make to to get a, an, another piece to to really solidify their position in the West. Um, and they're just fucking playing really well right now. Like, and Jamal Murray, I think, is going to continue to get better as he gets more time in. Same with Michael Porter Jr. Aaron Gordon's look great with with all these guys um, around him. There are other additions. KCP, Bruce Brown have been solid contributors to this group. Um, I I really like this group, and I don't think they're better than the Celtics, but because I don't think their defense is as good. But I I think that's a problem. Like Jokic is is a a matchup nightmare. I don't know that anyone can really do anything with him. Uh, so I think Celtics Nuggets is is where it's at right now for. That'd for be that another group. great. I mean, I'd be here for that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Does Jokic need to win a title, or is he him reaching the finals a enough of an accomplishment, or do you think he he'll be in that mix of like, oh, he never won a title? Do you think? I feel like that's not held up against centers and bigs as much as it is against guards and forwards. But I know people are using that as the argument for like, what would push him to the next tier um, that he needs it. But I, I don't know if he does. I, think, but, I mean, I kind of think it's two ways. I don't, I think Charles Barkley never winning an NBA championship has hurt him. Like he's still one of the all time greatest, but I do think it's hurt his legacy. You consider him a big? No, I guess I'm sliding on the other side of that conversation. He sort of is a big, but kind of a hybrid of one. Yeah, he's like um, a Draymond-ish type size. Yeah, but uh, to more so for the the NBA talk of things, like yeah. But I, but I mean, then look at Olajuwon. Won two rings with Houston. Is considered one of the best centers of all time. But still, he's not talked about a ton. So bigs, I don't think get the same love no. in general whether they won rings or not. So he's kind of flipped that script that he does just get conversation um, and not a ton of hate. Um, but I don't think any player or any conversation is going to start with like, well, he made a final. No, I think he needs to win it. Yeah. Um, I mean, he'll still have a legacy. He'll still be he's amazing. He's unreal. So is Charles Barkley. But I do think not winning a ring hurts Charles Barkley's legacy. Yeah, so Jokic winning one puts him in potentially like Olajuwon, Tim Duncan 
territory. Yeah. Him not him not winning one. Maybe even though Kevin Garnett won one, maybe he's more in that. Or no, he's still I don't know. Where would you slot him like historically? Because he's still he's got a lot of career left in him. Um Yeah, he's in his twenties. I don't know, maybe like if he keeps on this trend, he's similar to a a Malone. Oh, okay. I can see that one. And again, another player, two straight championship runs, but didn't win one. Won, it, won an MVP. Maybe he won shouldn't have, but... <laughs> and then and you're going back to the Elage one, I think he gets a lot of flack, or not a lot of flack, but I think people put a little asterisk there because that was two years of Jordan's retirement. Um, so... And, yeah. You know, if Nick Anderson doesn't get the yips um, at the free throw line, missing four in a row for the Magic, the Magic might win that first one. Yeah, I I think maybe I'm biased too. I think I give Jokic a little bit more credit because he he's not just like Wilt Chamberlain, like just scoring points where it's like he's they're relying on him. He can do it in so many ways, and he's like one of his best qualities is how much of a passer he is, and so I feel like he does everything he possibly can every time he's on the court for his team to win and so like if they're not able to win it's because they didn't put the right people around him <laughs> fair but i think he solidifies your point when it, with a ring oh yeah i mean he he puts himself in the tim duncan lajuan range if he if he gets that one um where he's talked about as one of the all-time greatest that centers was unreal um carl malone and john stockton two of the to the best duo to ever do it and they ran into michael jordan yeah yeah i know that's a, that's a good one um but i love i love watching him play he's so much fun i'm so glad i got to see him play in person it was lived up to the hype it was it was a great performance and and i'm happy that he continues to do really well and i hope this is a year he can maybe shop some people and maybe make it to the finals um and see what happens after that you got no argument out of me there um Oh, quickly, well, get, uh, let's go through all-star voting, and then I want to end with um, LeBron. Uh, all-star voting. Um, looks like we have Giannis and LeBron again as the two captains. Is that what I saw? I'm fine with it. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Or, I guess Durant was it last year, wasn't he? He's been Durant and yeah, excuse me, Giannis a lot. Yeah, I'm not sure. They're still doing voting, but uh, I just I hate seeing we talked about this a little bit before the pod started seeing just the fans be able to manipulate some of these votes so much that players like just like the biggest markets and teams like Russell Westbrook there's Austin Reeves is being considered in in these all-star voting um, Andrew Wiggins who gets the Canadian um, the vote but he has not played to an all-star caliber level in my opinion there's definitely been players that like Sabonis, Laurie Markkinen, who have played way better than him, that deserve um, a spot if if they uh, want to play in it. Um, yeah, we see Kyrie Irving is the top guard vote getter. He has not been the best guard in in the East by far. Donovan Mitchell has been significantly better than him. Uh, yeah. Jalen Brown has been better than Kyrie Irving. Um, there's plenty of others in in that mix. Tyrese Halliburton has been unbelievable. Uh, so there's plenty of other guards that should be getting run. So that's why I hate when it's more of a popularity contest than really reflective of 
of who's been the best players. I don't know if I have a good solution. I, I mentioned it quickly as like, I feel like the fans should vote on who the captains are. I don't think they should vote on the starters. Um, and I think the rest of the lineup should be picked by the players and coaches. I think that's a better reflection. I think the players know who, who deserves those spots. They're not going to put in people that don't deserve it. Coaches, same. And fans, sure, it's a game for them. So it's like, who do they actually want to see? I'll tell you, no one actually cares to see Austin Reeves. And I'm sorry, Austin Reeves, you've been a great role player for the Lakers. No one actually cares to actually watch. Like the general NBA fan does not care to watch you in the, in the All-Star game. I'm sorry. No one does. Uh, it's just because you have Lakers fans get behind you and throw votes your way and, and they're loyal fans. But um, I'd rather see the players get rewarded because all-star game getting all-star, um, you know, getting on an all-star team. One used to have a lot of cachet, so maybe it's going away, but it used to have a lot of meaning where it mattered being on the all-star teams and how many all-star teams you got on. So um, to me, that's still important even if it is a game for the fans, um, I still think it matters. So I, I, I still, I wish they would change it up a little bit. Keep the fans get a little bit of, I don't know, let them vote on who they want to be in the slam dunk contest. I don't know, something. <laughs> I think you could, I'd be down with the coaches, maybe combined with the Players Association voting on it. Coaches can't vote for their own players. I think that would be one stipulation I would have to put in there to avoid any of that. Um and I think that's the best way you would find the best teams or at yeah. least the pool of players for. No, I think that's the best way you would get the teams. There's so many stats too, that it should be like, these are the only people eligible to be voted on too. I feel like you could start to, there's so much advanced analytics. You could get really into it and be like, Hey, like this person's not even eligible. They haven't played enough games. They, their stats, they they've declined. Unless it's, we're like trying to give like an honorary, like it's LeBron's last year. And he's declined and like, let's throw him one more. Like they've done that before for other players where it's like, hey, they're clearly not the same player. There's better players than them. Let's throw them in one more time just because it's their last season, which they could find ways to do that. I, I do think it's find more ways to like, here's the people you're actually voting on. We're not just like letting you vote for whoever you want to kind of thing. Agreed. Because they tried to get Alex Caruso into it before Lakers fans when he was on the Lakers. Again, He's a fine player. He's a great role player. He's not an all-star. <laughs> like, all-star should be defined as these are the best, I don't know, 10 to 12 guys on each in each conference, whatever, uh, right now. And that's what it should be reflective of, uh, in my opinion, at least. But maybe there's another argument. Like, maybe that's actually decided by the all-league teams that are voted on at the end of the year. Maybe that that's enough of, of, a, of a thing. Although I say that's still pretty limited because – there's a lot of people that don't get all league teams because it's only 15 players too. So right. um, really hard. Um, but yeah, it looks like LeBron is a leading vote getter and Giannis is. Yeah. So that's looks like who those two captains will be uh, most likely. Uh, last thing, uh, LeBron. He's about to pass Kareem all time leading scorer. What are your thoughts on the accomplishment? Oh, How really? high does, how high does it end up going and will we see it passed? Because it took a very long time for this to happen. It took an unbelievable long 
career, sustained career from LeBron to even accomplish it. Um, and we're talking with someone that's been in the league since they were 18. Kareem was not able to join the league until he was 22. So he lost four years of, of prime scoring years. Um, not to take anything away, but just pointing out facts of what actually happened. Um, and so what are your, what are your thoughts on him passing him? How high does it go? And will we see it passed actually not too far away from now? Uh, super impressive. Um, shows the longevity of his career and how good he's been for so long. He really has just been so good for so long. Um, I don't know. If... Does he get to 40? Where will he be at once he passes Kareem? Like 38,300-ish range. Yeah, I think he gets breaks 40. I think he breaks 40. Um, I don't know if we see it broken. Like, Oh, yeah, 38,387 is Korean's yeah, I record. Yeah, think he gets over 40. It's a very interesting scenario we have here because I truly do believe he wants to play with his son. Um, and I think he finds a way to get that done. 40 seems like a lot. And he's, he's 30. He's, thir he's 39. Yeah, but it's... How many points do you score in a season? And I don't imagine he's going to be able to keep the same pace. I want to look up like total points scored in a season. His top amount of points scored in a season was 2,200. What is the average though? I guess I'm going to see where. Yeah. Well, right now he averages. He's I right know on... per game. I'm looking like. He's usually in the. Well, his peak. More recently, he's been under 2,000. He's been closer to 1,600, 1,700 so, range. Three more seasons. I think he gets over 40. It'll be 39 next year, though. That's we're getting into, and he's no one's played more minutes than he's ever played, too. He's a flipping freak, though. Like, his need, I'm saying, injuries are not going to be as quick recoveries anymore. So, if he gets for sure, you're not he wrong. gets that at torn Achilles, he's out for a year at 40, right? Like, that's what Kobe happened, right? Like, something like that could happen. Come on. How many points did he score last year? 17. In 56 games? Yes. How many did he score the year before? Well, he only played 45 because I think yep. that, that was COVID year. That was 11, mm -hmm. 1,100. I mean, you can play half the year and score 1,100 points. It depends. I say, so basically... With you saying he gets to 40, is you're almost saying he's playing till he's like 43-ish? 40, 42, 43, yeah. And like still putting up numbers? He's a freak. He's putting up numbers this year at 39. Like, he's a specimen. So what do you think he finishes with? Like, does he get to 45? No. I don't think so. I think 42 and change, 43. Okay. And that might be 
uh, let's just say, first of all, incredibly impressive. This was one of the records that many people thought would never be broken. Um, obviously, a barring injuries to him, he should be passing it this season, and we'll see how far it goes beyond that. I think you're right. 40 seems... I, I also agree with you. I was just pushing the, the conversation, but I think he's going to hit over 40. Do you think it gets passed in the next... 20-ish years. I don't think so. I just think, like... Here's my here's my reasoning. I think it will. Okay. Um, When his career started, he was not shooting as many threes. People are shooting way more threes. So that's already leading to large amounts of points. We're seeing huge offensive explosions. So barring the league doing anything to slow that, that down... And who knows, we could even be seeing the introduction of four point shots, five point shots, who knows? That gets could that happen? Good. It I, could. I think you gotta put asterisks next to those then. The three point shot didn't exist for a long time for some of those guys that were shooting them. Three. Like Pete Maravich, I think was uh, one of the best three point shooters technically from distance, but like there was no three point shots. Um Jerry West, I think, had to deal with that as well. Um, so it's it's not unheard of. It's happened before. But and again, I'm not even sure if that will actually happen. Or will they do things to to bring more defense, like make it harder for offensive players to to score as many points as they do? Um, we don't know. So that's going to be hard to know. But I, all we do know right now is that more people are shooting threes than ever before, which is leading to more points like someone like Luca averaging over 30 points a game, which hasn't really happened in the past before. Um, players are still being able to start in the 18, 19 year old range, but like someone like Luca again is able to come in right away and is averaging 26 in their first season, shooting a lot of threes um, with really high usage rate, which LeBron also didn't have. Um, so I think between those things and then you're seeing all the medical advancements, how much help people get with, with their bodies, what they do, take care of their bodies. Um, I think all of those factors are why you'll likely there's going to be someone of this group of young, really talented players where there's a lot more threes. LeBron did not shoot a lot of threes in probably the first 10 years of his career. Um so he missed out on all that um, where someone could that has a very similar career to him, but is shooting more threes. And if they're able to have that prolonged career, it's it happening. Okay. I, I can see the argument there. I, I don't just, think it's going to be easy. I, I think no, I don't think so be, either. And I can just see some players getting to 37, 38, 39 and being like, I'm good. I've made so much flipping money. Like, going to take the right player that has kind of a similar personality to lebron um, where it matters to them where it really really matters or when they're not getting to 39 it's like and i got all the rings i want i've got all the money i want i'm ready to go do something else i'm, I'm done like this is a beating i don't want to play 81 games and just grind i want a break so um but yes the scoring is a big part of it i agree yeah i think Luca is probably the one that's the one to keep an eye on. If he can have a prolonged career, he would be the one to 
to kind of look at because I think he's the one that's probably been the closest to um, his type of numbers. And it's probably on the right trajectory. We could even do it right now. What did LeBron... They have one extra year on him, but I think how many points. Oh, he was scoring a lot of points. From the jump, yeah. Yeah. He was in over 2,000 points a year. Luca has yet to hit over 2,000 points, so he might not actually. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it will never happen again. We'll see. Impressive. Impressive. Impressive nonetheless. And we we give him a hard time, but I think it's also important to call out when something uh, oh, an incredible accomplishment happens, and it's all just because we still think Michael's still the best player. I very rarely give him a hard time for anything he does on the court. So, yeah, totally. Um, all right, so that's it for that stuff. Um, we'll we'll check back in. Um, we got the golf trailer. We're excited about that. Um, should be coming out next month so maybe we'll watch that and and give our thoughts as we watch back watch that back and um, one final thing on that lebron point he has played half his life in the nba yeah so wow. that's another thing another player's gonna have to be willing to do is half their life committed to this yeah at a at the highest level too yep, yep. you said how many sets of uh father sons he's already played against in the league Eight or nine. yeah so gotta be willing to do that and i don't know if another player out there is going to have the same mental capacity and the mental desire that he has it'll certainly not be easy uh but anyways we'll uh we'll catch jack up uh go cowboys uh i don't think you can do it but i'll be rooting for you too um and we'll see what happens in the playoffs go Steelers. <laughs> <coming>, baby <laughs> thanks for listening everyone